The rivers and streams of Norway have suffered badly as a result of acid rain caused by industrial pollution. Depleted and extinct fish stocks are commonplace in many of the country's rivers. Now there's a glimmer of hope that the tide may be turning, with the discovery of a breed of brown trout that can actually live in affected waters. The fish is one of several strains currently under examination at the Ratcliffe Research Centre by Dr Tom Diel and his team. The strain which uh, seems to be best so far in terms of survival is a strain which comes from a high mountain area near a place called Biglands Fjord. But of course survival doesn't necessarily mean an ability to go on to reproduce. And although we can say at this stage that our most resistant strain can survive under those conditions, we obviously need to know whether it can reproduce under those situations as well. Dr Diel believes that his work will help to repopulate many of Norway's waters. In an effort to restock these lakes, which once did hold brown trout populations, the identification of tolerant strains with which to restock in these very marginal areas is going to be very important in the next little bit. The new research is a departure from existing ideas on how to increase the fish populations in and around Norway's waters. Rather than pouring chemicals into the polluted water to return the water to a state which permits fish to survive, the scientists are examining the fish themselves and how to improve their survival and reproductive abilities. Dr Stuart Eggington is a marine pathologist. He believes that although the discovery of the fish is good news, it in itself will not solve the problems of fish stock depletion. There are many lakes that are slightly acidic. What that means is that a certain proportion of an animal's energetic budget, if you like, has to be devoted to dealing with that acid. What happens, though, is eventually there comes a point, as more and more acid is put into the environment, that the relative cost of dealing with that acid matches the capacity of the animal uh, to produce energy from its food. And when those two are balanced, the animal can survive, but it can no longer move, it can't grow, it can't reproduce. Professor Peter Butler of the University of Birmingham is conducting research into the effects of acid water pollution on the ability of fish to exercise and reproduce. He says it's an important breakthrough that scientists are now starting to understand the importance of acid water on breeding and not just on survival. These factors will have to be taken into account when guidelines are laid down for levels of these pollutants in, in, our, in our rivers and bodies of fresh water. They will not be based on observations on inactive animals. They will have to be based on observations on animals that are active. In other words, we're looking at not just their ability to survive, but their ability actually to do something, i.e. to be active and to swim and to migrate. So it will all be put into the equation as to what are acceptable levels in terms of the wildlife in our rivers and streams. But international environmental expert Dr David Bellamy believes that although the direction of the new research should be welcomed, it in itself will not provide a long-term solution. And he's concerned that man's continued interference into the natural ecosystem could have far-reaching effects. Mucking about with genetics is probably the most stupid thing mankind can do. Vast areas of our landscape are now too acid for most species of fish, and therefore this research does have a validity for restocking. And as we're restocking rivers with other genetical stocks, the whole genetics of our fish population is all very, very mucked up. I wish we didn't have to do this.